Hey everybody, it's Kelly Cooper and welcome to episode 13 of the Life Made to Order podcast. Today I'm going to be chatting you up about the law of attraction and five fears that may be messing with your energy. You know, when it comes to the myriad thoughts, beliefs, and feelings that could contradict letting you know, contradict the things that we want and make it harder for them to make their way in, fear can be a big one. Um, there's lots of fears you probably had going into this work um, with your energy. Um, doing this work can trigger certain fears as things start to change and as you get more clarity on what you want and what your life to be like, there might be certain things that, that get brought up that make you feel fearful. And it's a powerful, fear is a very powerful energy and it can be very good at drowning out other more positive energies that, you know, support getting what you want. So it's important to examine them. Um, we might be reluctant to examine them because by examining fear, we kind of have to let ourselves feel it more fully and we don't like that. But again, it's it's something that's going to be kind of necessary if it's strong enough that you feel like it could be getting in the way of, of manifesting the things that you want. So the first fear I want to discuss with you is a fear of actually getting what you want. And this might not always be an outright fear. There just might be like, it could be more reservations maybe, or a reluctance because there's a part of you that might neg have negative associations with getting the thing that you want. It might produce things in your life that you don't find desirable, that you think you wouldn't like as much or that you think might be problematic for you. So with that kind of energy going on, that's the part of you that's actually like, eh, I don't know if this thing's actually so great or oh, I don't actually know if this is what I actually want. I'm afraid bad things might happen if I get it or things will be more complicated or some, right, some kind of negative association. That's powerful, and you do have to examine that. Now, this is kind of a bit of a cliche, right? People talk about the fear of success, the fear of being happy or whatever, um, but cliches are cliches for a reason because they're true much of the time. So you don't want to dismiss things that seem like super obvious or like, oh, those personal development cliches, that's stupid, um, without stopping to think for a second if it actually applies to you because there's a good chance that it might and if you just dismiss it because it sounds stupid or to your conscious mind it would sound stupid that you wouldn't want things that you want, oh my God, you want them so much, of course you want this thing, that's stupid, um, it might not be so stupid. So if when I said that first fear, if it resonated a little bit, check it out, you know, do some thinking, you know, do a little digging and see if that's a possible energy that could be conflicting with you know, all your warm, fuzzy energy, that's all a match for what you want, you know, because sometimes getting certain things we want, it, it could produce changes in our life that we might not find so desirable. And again, if we have any sort of negative association, we're not going to be fully on board with this manifestation. You know, let's say, for example, you started, you know, a blog, an online business, whatever, and you decided that you wanted to start doing like some sort of coaching or consulting, you know, meeting with clients and stuff. And you want to be booked solid and you want to make all this money from coaching or consulting and you're not really getting a lot of clients and you're thinking, okay, something's happening here. Like, am I, do I have blocks around getting clients? 
Is it a confidence issue? And yeah, it could be a, a myriad. It's usually myriad things that are blocking us. It's usually not just this one big, huge thing. It's little, sometimes it can be lots of little things. And then you do a little digging and you might discover, hmm, you know, I started this kind of business because I wanted a lot of freedom and flexibility and free time. Wow, if I had a, a lot of clients, you know, I have to set the times to meet with them and, and talk with them. If I had a lot of clients and I was really busy, I wouldn't have so much freedom and flexibility anymore. Hmm. Maybe there's a part of me that I'm not so on board with, with having this booming consulting business. I don't want to um, have, you know, spend hours and hours a day every day meeting with clients. I love it, but that might be a little too much. So then you discover, okay, either I maybe don't want to consult at all, or I need to modify my goals and actually decide I want less clients and maybe do some other forms of income as well. You know, this is, that's just an example. Um, I brought it up because I know with a lot of people with business, I've talked to people that that's something that comes up for them that kind of like, Oh, actually, you know, I don't actually want this thing that I think I want so much. And I want to find other ways to, to, um, increase my income. So that's an example right there. So think about that. Really think like, okay, is there a part of me that's thinking what this getting this thing might not be so great? Like maybe you, you know, you have this desire for more money, but then you have a fear that all your poor financially struggling family members are going to come ask you for money all the time. And you're going to be put in this awkward position of either sounding like an asshole and telling them no, or letting them totally take advantage of you because you're afraid to not give them money because you think because you have it, you're obligated to give it to them. So think about that. That's something that for a lot of people, I think this is an issue that's affecting them more than they know. It's not something that you would consciously maybe think about when you're concerned about what blocks you might still have around what you want. The first thing to come to mind might not be that you actually, there's a part of you that might not want it as much as the rest of you wants it. Which will bring me on to fear number two, um, fear of just your relationships changing, um, you know, people not liking you, not being compatible with your friends anymore, your family not accepting you losing your friends, losing your family, you know, quote unquote, evolving past them or whatever. And this is an understandable fear because, you know, you, when you change who you are as a person, the core of who you are and your belief system and your outlook on life and you change your habits and all of this, that's, that's a big thing. And I won't lie there is a possibility that that will affect your relationships. It's not a given. It's not 100%. You know, when you start changing, it's not like the only people you'll ever come into your reality are exactly like you 100% and the only people that you could ever get along with again are other people that have these same viewpoints and outlook on life and belief system, you know, 100% carbon copies of you. That's not true. There's lots of people in my life that I don't talk about any of this stuff with them. I'll never utter the words, the law of attraction or energy or vibration. I won't talk about this. Like I would never in a million years try to bring it up because I just know that's not of interest to them. It's not a match. If I tried to, you know, if that was asking for advice and I tried to give it from that sort of space, they'd be very reluctant to hear it or they would just be not interested or whatever. So my point is that 
you getting into all of this stuff doesn't automatically mean that everyone in your life now, if they don't change along with you, they're just going to like fall out. But like I said before, it can happen. Relationships could change. When you start changing a lot, you might find that certain things that linked you with other people, that link is no longer there. And you might realize the relationship wasn't as strong or it wasn't built on anything real. And you might not want to hang out with those people as much anymore. Um, there could be conflict with family members, you know, because, you know, as like anybody knows, family can really push our buttons like nothing else. We have a lot of shit with our family, a lot of stuff that runs deep. And as you start changing, stuff might be brought to the surface to be dealt with, to be cleared. You might say things that you've never said before that might not go over well with people. Um, you might stop serving people in a way that they're used to being served by you and they are not going to like that. Like, for example, one of the big things that happens with energy work is you have to start erecting boundaries. And sometimes erecting those boundaries means that people aren't going to get from you what they're used to getting from you and they're not going to like that. That can cause conflict. So yeah, there could be stuff that happens. I, I will be very upfront about that. But it's not an automatic thing like it's going to happen. Um, and right now you might have a fear of certain relationships changing. But as you change and you become more of who you really are and a more positive person or whatever type of person you want to be, it's probably not going to bother you as much because you're going to realize, yeah, that these, this isn't a match for me anymore. And some relationships will just naturally gravitate out of your reality. It might not always be some big, big fight or big discussion or, or some big dramatic occurrence. It just might be like, yeah, you know, you just don't talk as much anymore. You don't see each other and you just naturally, I'm sure you've experienced that in your life now. Just friendships change. You don't remain as close with other people you know, things happen with family members, you might go through periods of not talking as much or whatever. So it's an understandable fear, but you really have to do your best to realize that you don't ever want to hold yourself back or not be who you really are or temper your expectations for your life out of fear of how other people are going to perceive you or to keep things as they are now because you're afraid of changing. It's not worth it. And I don't mean that in like screw everybody, you know, do what makes you happy kind of way. But when you really think about it, is it worth it to hold back on who you really are and to not go after all the things you really want because you're afraid that other people aren't going to like it? Like when you really think about it, it's like, well, that's kind of silly. But again, all these fears, this discomfort, it's understandable. But don't don't let it get in the way too much to the point where you're really keeping yourself stuck in a life you don't want anymore because you're worried about how other people are going to perceive you or that you might lose a couple of friends. Because you have to remember, too, as your vibration changes, your outlook, your belief, all this stuff, right? The law of attraction has to deliver you things that match that. So you'll have people come into your life that are a match for you now. And you won't be, you won't find yourself all alone. Just because your vibration changes and your outlook changes doesn't mean everybody in your life that's not just like you is going to fall out of it. Like I, like I said before, there's lots of people in my life that have no interest in any of this sort of stuff. And 
we don't talk about it and our relationships are, are very good and they're fine and it's, it's not a problem. So yeah, there could be, this stuff could happen, but it might not happen. So don't freak out. Just let things run its course. See what happens. Keep doing your work. Don't let that stuff interfere. Like just really try to not let it interfere as much and just keep doing your thing. And that brings me to fear number three, that somehow other people are going to keep what you want from you. And this is an understandable fear because we're very used to living from the outside in and thinking that like everything else outside of us is kind of dictating our experience and that things outside have to come together in a certain way in order for us to, to get what we want. That's pretty deeply ingrained. So just getting law of attraction in theory and that, yes, you create your reality and, you know, your your thoughts, your beliefs, your feeling is what's dictating your experience. That's not going to be enough to just stop, you know, worrying about that type of stuff. It's still it's like I said, it's it's deeply ingrained and you're all of a sudden not going to be like, oh, but according to law of attraction, I'm this powerful creator. And oh, no, no problem. Like, I don't have to worry about that anymore. It's like, yeah, you get that now. And you're you're slowly adopting that truth. But it's not going to just all of a sudden do this 180 where you have this whole new like belief system, and you're totally empowered and not worrying about what anything, anything happening outside of you negatively impacting you. And one of the big things is other people because we think, okay, well, because with the old way of thinking, we think, okay, in order for me to get this thing, this person has to do this, this, and this, or they have to stop doing that, that, and that. And if they don't, I'm not going to be able to get what I want because you're somehow relying on them. And there's a couple of things I would say about this. The first is remembering nobody can create in your reality. Everything that's happening to you is because you're a match to it somehow. And I just want to throw in here, that's not about for negative things. It's not about blaming you or saying it's all your fault. It's just, remember, the uh, the process of attraction, it's neutral. It's mechanical. It's not making judgments on you. It's not punishing you. It's just some, anything happening to us, somehow we're a match to it. We might not always know how we're a match to it, but we are, again, it's a neutral force. This is not about blaming you or saying, well, you're doing, you're fucking things up and it's all your fault that these bad things are happening. And because everything that's happening to us is a match, there's no exceptions to that. So that also includes our, our interactions with other people. So if other people are like fucking up your shit in some way, it's because somehow you're a match to them fucking up your shit. Like it's not, you're not powerless against it. And when you change your energy everything changes and that includes how other people respond to you it includes the type of people that are coming into your life it includes how people are treating you so for example if you're worried that you you won't get that promotion at your job because your boss is a huge asshole and you're convinced he doesn't like you if you don't get the promotion it has nothing to do with him yet yeah, you it might be very true that he is an asshole and maybe he in fact does not like you that could actually be very true but how you're interacting with him and your relationship with him and how he interacts with you and responds to you it's based on the energy you're putting out there so even if you didn't get the job because he decided he didn't like you, that's not actually why you didn't get the job. You got you didn't get the job because for a variety of reasons you weren't a match to it and probably a part of it was a strong belief that you're not going to get it because your boss is an asshole and he doesn't like you and he won't give it to you and he'll pick somebody else. But you're 
he is not the one that kept the job from you. It was you weren't a match to the job for a variety of reasons that had to do with your own vibration. And this is something that a lot of people can kind of get their panties in a bunch because they're thinking, oh, my God, like, but he's an asshole or this happened and that happened. and It's not my fault. But again, when I talk about being responsible and our for our reality and everything's a response to our vibration, it's not about things being your fault and blaming you. It's just a matter of it's us. We're doing it somehow. Again, we might not always know how we're doing it, but we're doing it. And it's empowering. It's not something to get angry about because how great is it to think that you're not relying on other people and outside circumstances to come together in a way that will support getting what you want. That's pretty freaking great. It's great that you can change it. It's great that you have that power. That's not something to get all mad and bent out of shape about. Be happy about that. And so that's the first thing I would say, right, is no one can create in our reality. Everything happening with other people is, is a response to you and you can change that. So that's awesome. And the second thing I would say about that is if you are in a position where you feel like getting what you want is super reliant on somebody else doing or not doing something, there's a good chance you are extremely attached to your manifestation looking a very specific way, you're very attached to one specific type of manifestation, or you're very attached to one specific channel through which your manifestation could come. Because anytime when we're really like thinking certain things must happen to get what we want, or certain people must do or not do certain things for us to get what we want, we are very attached to one manifestation or one channel, like super, super attached. And the way you, what you want can come to you can come in infinite ways. Whatever you have your sight set on now that's super reliant on some person you or you think is reliant on some person, you know, acting in a certain way or making a certain decision, that's just one way what you want. That's just one representation of what you want. That's not the end all be all. That's not the only way to get what you want. So you have to examine that too. If you're super concerned about how other people are factoring into your manifestations, am I really attached to one specific manifestation? Have I decided that getting what I want can only come in a certain way? Uh, and it has to look this exact way for me to consider that I got what I wanted. Am I super attached to one specific channel when there are infinite channels? And you have to realize, actually, there's a third thing I would add about this. You know, other people, because sometimes it's easy to blame other people's energy on us and saying, well, they're doing this and that and it's affecting me and I'm not going to get what I want because they're acting this way and, and they need to get on board. They need to get their shit together and they need to just start changing too. And yeah, ideally that's great because yeah, it is hard to kind of keep our energy up, um, you know, keep our energetic boners, if you will, when other people around us are kind of like dragging us down and they're kind of negative and they're fierce or whatever. Um, yeah, it's, it's harder. I won't argue with that, but ultimately, again, we have to take responsibility for our vibration, our state of mind, our feelings and whatever, and realize the only way people can affect us in that sense is if we let them. And the only reason other people are affecting us like that is because our vibration might not be super stable around a certain manifestation, which, you know, it could be a process and that's understandable. So any doubt, fear or whatever that they're expressing, if it's bothering you, it's because they're triggering your own doubt and fear and whatever else is being triggered that's making you feel all gross and thinking that like you can't keep, you know, that you're not feeling good about getting what you want. 
So, because again, no one can create in your reality. So let's say, for example, if you're in a relationship, this is a perfect example because your lives are very intertwined. You spend a lot of time together. You know, you have shared responsibilities and a house and money, whatever. You're very intertwined with this other person. If you're working on like your abundance vibration, for example, like you want to get more money or whatever, and you're like, oh my God, but my partner, he's so like worried about money. He's so negative about money and he has a poverty consciousness. And, you know, I'm trying to do all this and he's sitting there complaining about the bills and how we have no money. And oh my God, he's going to fuck up my shit. Right. And it's like, mm, no, he really can't. The only reason he's kind of messing with you right now is because there's a part of you that still shares those same fears, beliefs, and worries. And again, it's okay. Don't beat yourself up about it. He can't affect you. He can't affect your vibration in that sense. So you don't need to have him fully on board to get the money you want because somehow that money will make its way to you irrespective of what he's doing. It doesn't matter. Now, would it be great if he was adopting this mindset along with you and he let in more money through channels directed at him? Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Of course. But might not happen so much. You just got to keep doing your thing and do your best to protect your vibration in any way you can. And sometimes doing that might involve doing things that might make us feel a little bit uncomfortable, like telling him you don't want to talk about certain topics and, you know, enforcing that boundary to the point where you're willing to walk away if he's not willing to honor it. Because it's not about controlling the other person, but it's about setting some ground rules for how things are going to be in terms of interacting with you. And you might be like, listen, I'm really trying hard here to change my mindset. And you don't have to get into the whole LOA thing if, if they don't get it or they don't understand or they, you know, they're not interested. You don't have to get into the, the terminology and, and go deep with it. But you can just say, you know, I am trying to, you know, develop a more positive mindset about this. I'm trying to do blah, blah, blah. I don't want to talk about those things anymore. So consider the ways that you can protect your vibration, protect your energy when you're around people that you feel like are kind of messing with it. Again, they're not actually doing anything. You're responding to them in a certain way. So you, you can't blame them and you have to you know take responsibility for how you're feeling. But yeah, so bottom line with all of that, no one else can mess with your manifestations. They can't control anything that you're attracting that has to do with other people like any other thing in our reality, we're attracting it somehow. Again, that's not something to be mad about. You're not being blamed. It's just a matter of that's just kind of how it works. And that's just what's happening. And it's a good thing because that means you have the power to change it all. You can change your vibration. That will change the interactions with people. It will make certain people gravitate out of your life. It'll make people treat you differently. No matter what, you can get what you want. It doesn't matter what's happening with other people. It never does. It can't affect you. So... That's a good thing. And uh, that brings me to a fourth fear that might be messing with your energy. Fear of actually facing your various types of resistance. Now, the first thing I want to say about this is, you know, shifting our energy. Yes, sometimes it, it does involve kind of looking at stuff that we don't like, looking at our past, looking at you know stuff that makes us feel icky and shifting it. But that's not always necessary. So when I talk about this, I'm not talking about, you know, you have to go deep and every weekend you have to lock yourself in your room and face your demons and, you know, until you've purged them all, you know, it's not, it doesn't have to be this big intense thing all the time, but 
most of, for most of us, we're not going to just be able to be like, okay, well, let me focus on feeling better and everything will just melt away. Technically that could happen, but most of us, we have stuff that's, you know, it's been with us for a long time. Or like I said, when you start doing this work, you might trigger certain fears or certain worries or certain things that are kind of messing with you and, and making your energy kind of a little screwy. So you have to be willing to look at all that stuff. And I know it's uncomfortable and sometimes we don't like to look at it, but you have to be, if you know things aren't going to your liking and you're kind of feeling not great and you feel like you're stuck or you know nothing's happening and you're just kind of at a plateau, whatever it is that's, that's not sitting right with you and things aren't kind of going the way you want them to be going, you have to be willing to kind of sit and think, okay, well, what's going on with me? Um... Is there some kind of resistance that I'm kind of not really looking at that I've, I know I probably should be looking at? Um, am I doing things right now that are kind of maybe getting in the way of getting what I want, but I'm afraid to make the changes I need to make? Am I not being honest with certain aspects about how I feel about certain aspects of my life? Am I pretending to like things that I actually don't like? Am I pretending that things that are bothering me really aren't bothering me? It's just, there has to be that, well, and like I said, it doesn't mean you have to do this big, you know, this deep work on yourself and, and, and dig around and whatever, but you probably will at least at the very least have to openly admit certain things are happening that you might not be admitting to now. And even just that openness to admitting to them and, and seeing what's going on, it might take very little to actually shift it. It might be as little as little a thing as just making a different, a small different choice in your daily life. Like it might not always be this big work. Like I said, this big work you have to do on yourself. It might be, it, it depends on what's, what's happening with you, but you know, don't, don't be afraid to face that stuff because ultimately clearing it is what's going to get you what you want. I, and again, I know it's not always comfortable. We don't want to look at stuff and we want to keep kind of pressing it down. Or we, there's certain things we don't really don't want to admit to. And we're kind of lying to ourselves or it might be in a little bit of denial. And at one point, all of that was serving us somehow. But now that you're consciously creating your reality, it's not going to serve you any longer because all of that shit that's stuck in your energy there, it's going to mess with you and it's going to frustrate you because you're not going to get what you want. So that use that as a motivator to to do the work because you'll be like okay if I do this things will start changing where am I liking awesome like let's do it and that brings me to the fifth fear um which I talked about on my blog a lot and I know I've talked about it in previous podcasts and it deserves a spot in this podcast because while it's the last thing I'm talking about it's definitely you know last but certainly not least type of thing it's probably from I would imagine that 99.9% .9 of you listening to this, this is probably applicable to you and it's probably your number one fear. Fear that feeling better now will cancel your order with the universe for what you want to manifest. This is a big one because, like I said before, getting how law of attraction works in theory is not enough for us to just totally do a 180 with our whole belief system, our view of the world, how we move through the world, how we act you know, all of that. It's not all that's just not going to magically change because we get in theory how we're supposed to be acting. It's a process, right? 
And this is a big fear that people have because you, when you learn about the law of attraction, okay, you attract based on what you're feeling now. You realize, okay, if I want to get a bunch of stuff that makes me feel good, because remember, no matter what you want, you want it because you think it'll make you feel good. So you want to try to feel good now and it'll bring you, it'll attract a bunch of stuff that'll make you feel good too. So you think, okay, so that means that I can't have this desperate sense of need around what I want. I can't be miserable because I don't have what I want and insist on not feeling better until I get it. You realize that that way of thinking, it's really not going to fly in this whole conscious creation game. It's just not because you can't attract all this stuff you want because you're not in, in that space. You're not a match to it. You might let some stuff in, you know, you don't focus negatively 24 seven, you know, but you remember you're working with consciously with your energy to to get the the top shelf of everything like the best of the best like the most awesome versions of what you want and this idea of feeling better now freaks your mind out a lot because we worry that dropping that sense of want around the the desire somehow will make it seem like we don't want it anymore we on some part of us we believe that sense of wanting and needing is what brings us what we want and that's probably because we still have an idea that there's some force in the sky that's like dictating our experience and being like oh Susie little Susie really wants that look how much she wants it I'm gonna give it to her (laughs) and we worry that you know that not wanting it anymore, this this force has been like, oh, we don't need it anymore. But that's not what's really happening. There's nothing dictating your experience and deciding what you can and can't have and giving giving it to you based on how much you want it. And conscious mind that might seem silly and you might think, no, I don't really feel that way. But we've been pretty deeply ingrained with the idea of a God that's kind of, you know, controlling us. And there's a part of you that that probably does feel that way, even if you're not consciously aware of it. So we have a lot of fear around feeling better now. And part of it, too, is, you know, we're just afraid of being happy in a way, which is kind of weird. But because we want the things we want so bad and we're so attached to them being central to our happiness we, but that's a really strong idea that we have this idea of being happy without it it makes us uncomfortable and it's i think it's kind of hard to explain fully what's happening in our mind but the bottom line is it's just it's fearful that somehow that means you won't get it if you're happy now and you're not miserable anymore like i, I don't know it's it's very weird like but that it's a very it's a thing our mind is doing with this and you have to really understand when you understand how the law of attraction works there's no way that you can't get all the stuff that makes you happy when you're feeling happier now when you believe what you want is possible when you're detached and you're open to your manifestation coming in different ways and the path looking maybe different than you think it's supposed to look but no matter what If you're having that higher vibe and you're feeling better and you're feeling the feelings now that lie behind what you want, you have to get stuff that makes you feel that way. That's how it works. Like it's a beautiful system and you will get what you want. So don't be afraid to release on your need. Don't be afraid to release on your want. Don't be afraid that feeling better now will somehow not bring you what you want. Like it doesn't work that way because 
remember the force that's doing all this, it's neutral, it's mechanical, it's not observing you, it's not judging you, it's not making any decisions. So it's not like the universe, when I say that I don't mean to humanize it, but I don't really know what other term to really use. It's not being like, oh, you know, she was pretty miserable without money, but she seems okay now. So I guess she must not want, like, it's not doing that. It's not like making these like calculations and decisions. It's just, it's a neutral mechanical force that's delivering you things that match the frequencies of what you're putting out now. So don't worry. There's nothing that's deciding that you must not want stuff anymore that you thought would make you happy because you're happy now. It doesn't work that way. So don't be afraid to feel better now. Don't be afraid. It's okay. Be happy now. There's going to be no negative consequences to you doing that. Trust me. Okay, so that is it for today. Five fears messing with your energy. I hope that you got some helpful nuggets here. Um, I'm sure at least a couple of things I said here resonated, and I hope that it helped you. And, yeah, that's it. So I will uh, chat you up next week. Happy manifesting.